Ben Simmons is probably my 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 favorite of the three, which is saying something. I cannot <laughs> for the life of me. Wait, you like him more than Kevin Durant? I have that written in my 100? notes. Somehow I like Ben Simmons the most out of these three players. <laughs> Would I prefer I Ben Simmons? I have to say, I don't usually start the podcast with a rant or, or banter. It's, it's rare for me. Um, this has been a rough week as an NBA fan. I don't know, maybe it's just me. I feel like the last week of being an NBA fan has been quite rough. Quite rough. You know, first we have the anti-Semitic shit from Kyrie, and then uh, and then Josh Primo is showing his junk to everybody, and then the Nets decided to double down by not really doing anything to Kyrie, and then firing their coach and hiring the guy who just had a sex scandal. Um, it's not great. It's not 100 percent confirmed yet. There's there's still a chance sure. that that's not happening. Sure, but they're entertaining it. They're entertaining it, and I just have to say that as a guy who for the last couple of years maybe was a little condescending about other sports like league fans uh, about how the NBA was uh, 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 the premier league of all the major sports leagues I feel a little bit of wind has been taken out of my sails this week that's what I feel okay I'm hesitant to make to, 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 to take this stand right now uh, because of the lack of melanin um, in my in my body, but what I find really fascinating about all of this is Myers Leonard uses a Jewish slur and was rightfully then let go okay. from his team and basically blackballed from the NBA. So I'm not sticking up for Myers Leonard here. Sure. Kyrie Irving has been on a tirade. Of, <laughs> oh God! Uh, you Sorry, can't see almost this, the, se- almost the audio second only you experience. brought it up, I've um, a fucking. Fast break breakfast tweeted it. And there, there's 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 nothing going on about this. And what what fucks me up the most, I was kind of talking to my brother about this. S- some of the things that you see like some of these NBA players like on Twitter and Instagram or like Reggie Bullock like commenting that he's like riding with Kanye on his like anti-Semitic bullshit. Like these feelings are clearly much more prevalent across the the like the league uh than we we probably want to admit so i don't want to get into this too much because i I got a lot of other shit there's i love basketball and we're going to talk about the games and and everything else but uh it is it is it is troubling it's troubling i don't i don't like it and as a fan of the league like i really hope they they do something about this because like i I agree i i think like i i uh i'll i'll just say this and this is by no means defending Kyrie and what he did the the only difference between what he and Myers Leonard did was like Myers Leonard was caught red-handed using like saying racial slurs. I Kyrie, mean, the Kyrie that, that, is getting off on the very, 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 correct. very God, I cannot correct. say it enough. Very weak correct. defense of ooh, whoops, magoops didn't realize it was anti-Semitic when yeah, uh, like I'm not into all Kyrie of it, Irving's like, getting Kyrie Irving's getting off on the fucking Rush Limbaugh, Alex Jones, whoever else defends. I'm just asking questions, bro. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm just which, asking questions. Which I yeah. want to be very clear. Fuck I'm not. I'm not Kyrie into Irving. it. I don't I like him. I don't. Not I, nothing. Fuck I'm done, done with him done completely. It. Like done, 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 but that is the only that is the only defense. And also, he yep. is who he is. He's averaging thirty points. A game. He's superstar. Uh, but yeah, no, <clears throat> I don't think it's okay. I hundred percent think he should not be playing right now. But I would love to see him suspended. Like love yeah. nothing more than to see him suspended. Yeah, but at it's this not point, happen. just as a you need to relax. Jo- kind Joe Sai, Joe Sai is just going to put a text message or a, t- a text message. Jesus, a tweet out there. <laughs> That's gonna be a text to the people. Message. To show in the zeitgeist that he's upset and also do literally nothing. And Adam Silver, who is a Jewish man, is also going to do nothing. It's a real fucking shame. It's a real shame. Really is, and I, I'm gonna go ahead and say this: it's it's because Kyrie makes them money, but like, not how how much longer he? It's not like he's been doing great. I mean, he's averaging almost 30 points a game. I mean, outside well, of tonight. he sucked tonight. Well, tonight, but he like, absolutely tonight, shit. But he's averaging 30 points a game, man. I mean, like, but is 30 he points a game worth everything, all the other issues? You know, I got, no, I got a lot of shit. So, you know, so we, we have a segment on the Nets. We can Very talk true. about this. We should. Because I've got some things to say about, about the Nets as, a, as an organization. Well, let's, 
let's just get into it. Come in, look, folks, this is NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. Mostly we talk shit. Right now we're talking a lot of NBA shit because a lot's been happening. Uh, I'm your host. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go into the jokey parts first before we get back into the seriousness. I'm your host, Nikki Kilas, aka Chris. Dun dun. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> I was like, Who? "Thank you." It takes a second, uh, but yeah, uh, we got here my brother from the same mother. Uh, hey guys, it's me, Jay, aka uh, 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 Snooky Blaylock. I didn't I come up with one today. But clearly, I just, the last, I, you know, I just yeah. shot from the hip. I tried. I put myself out there. <laughs> <laughs> didn't 100 percent work but thank you for trying at all uh we are also joined here <laughs> yeah, you uh hey that's a uh, hey uh coming up with something at the exact moment that's improv so you almost that's kind of you tried but yes, you failed improv i did uh, <laughs> yes yes and yes, yes, yes and. and that just came from uh our our other co-host my current stash bro and our brethren with less melanin hey what's up it's tad A.K.A. Stacy Chicken Ala King. <laughs> I have to say, Nikki and Tad, I, I wonder if you'll agree with me. I don't want you to shave that thing. I kind of want you to keep it. I'm really into it. I, I, dude, the look, man. I said it on the last episode. Was it the last? Yeah, I was on the last episode. I said it on. The, I, I forgot. I didn't end up. I, I could record and not have to go pick Devin up from the airport. But, um, mm-hmm. dude. The mustache is back, man. I've been riding with mine for like two to three months now. Yeah. And everywhere I go, like, I, this is not a bit. This mustache, like, some, like, at first people thought it was kind of a bit. And I was like, it's not a bit. I, I'm, I'm just into the mustache. People, like, I get legitimate compliments on it that, that are not like people being like, oh, oh, it's hilarious. You got a mustache. People are like, dude, that looks really good. And I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Nikki, ride with me on the mustache. If, if, if you can shave it off at any point, it's an amazing thing about facial hair. Yeah, like you can trim like, it down, you, you can shave it, it off, quickly. you can grow the rest of it. You can grow the rest of your facial hair back out. I assume that given that you guys are of Puerto Rican descent, you could probably grow the rest of your facial hair pretty damn quick. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of. But <laughs> look, I don't want. I it, yes, kind of, but also like. <sighs> When I guess it's not I true, shaved, but it's, it's a I bad stereotype because Jay can't grow a goddamn Saturday. thing on his face. Yeah, okay. Jay can't grow okay. anything, but Jesus. I shaved on Saturday morning, and by Saturday night, I was like, oh, I should do a touch-up job because I've already got, like, not a full five o'clock shadow, but, like, I already had my hair back, <laughs> and I was like, ah, shit, dude. <laughs> so I did, like, uh, I shaved twice on Saturday just to make sure that I only had a mustache. Well, the nice thing about about the mustache too, though, is like even when like like right now, like I've I've got I've got some stubble going on. This is like maybe like three days of growth that I, I have at the moment, and uh, I guess about four. And but the thing is, like because the mustache is so prominent, like the the doesn't stubble really looks fine. Like yeah. it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't look like trash. So my my uh, boss legitimately said I didn't even notice the mustache because you also ha- always have some sort of facial hair. And I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, I I will say this. Uh, one, the costume went off very well. Three different people thought I was um, uh, Lionel Richie, and that felt <laughs> off. And yes, it was three white kids oh, who said, "We're like, are you, are you Lionel, are you Lionel oh, Richie?" And I was like, "No." I, I was like, I, "Different eighties icon, a white guy." Uh, <laughs> and then uh, she's a brick. Not all, still House. out of the three people, only, mighty, mighty. only one of them still got it. The other two had to be told who I was, and they. Didn't realize who that was. <laughs> it's like, when have you seen Lionel Richie play an accordion? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I had the, an the accordion thing that, here's a, that, and glasses. And Lionel Richie has a jerry curl, man. Like, that was a well, clearly the a wig is a jerry wig. curl. That, this is, is it? Okay. Curl All right, well. It's, it is curly, shiny, and black. I think we it should bring the jerry, jerry curl, curl back. I mean, this is it right here. This nah, is what I, right. I, you guys now see what I would look like with a jerry curl. I don't, I don't think it would be good, but. Bam. Jerry Curl Keyless. Yeah, we, we don't need more of those. It's oh, oh my god, it's man, terrible. It looks worse because I just put it over the headphones and I look I, kind of like one, I, I look like Robin Lopez right now with a stash. I want <laughs> I want 22-year-old pro athletes to look like they're 43 again. Yeah, like they did in the 70s. In the 80s. When yeah, the NBA was bit, good, yeah. when they were doing Coke and being anti-Semitic in private. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Um, I will say this. I am going to shave my mustache because um went grocery shopping uh, and I, and I went to the bank and every uh, woman that looked at me in a very clearly like, well, hello there was not the kind of person I wanted to be like, hey, what's up? I was like, oh. <laughs> Dude, no, fucking got to get the Kobe, bad ones out of the way. First. Kobe Bryant soft dot gif right there in response <laughs> to you. Come on, man. Too many people that I was like, no, nah, I'm okay. Although one or two of them, I was like, mm, you look like you like Nikki, you can go I, I, if you want to put me in the will. I, I need you on this front with me because we are <laughs> slowly but surely taking the mustache back from the hipster douche. Well, it's also November, so I think I'm supposed to not shave at all, which, like, I don't care, because I only shave, like, oh yeah, I only shave, like, it. once or twice a month anyways. I never put my. You're not supposed to shave. jerk off no- during November either, but I did that fucking four hours ago, so, I mean, like, what are we really wait, doing here? Please? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? The Nobody told me this. It's fucking oh, no, not no. November. I'll tell you what. Oh, I'm not man. fucking adhering to it. Oh man, the mu- well that the the facial hair upsetting. one's called Movember, so instead of no nut November, you can be Mo Nut Movember, Eminem, yes, Mo Nut Movember. Sign me up. <laughs> All right, Sign me up. Uh, guys, we know what's happening right here, right now. Before we get into all the topics of the day, we're gonna do Nikki's random stat quiz. Here we go. Yeah, let's, keep um, let's keep it light. We will. We we. We will be uh, talking about this, obviously, but uh, I don't know if y'all heard. Steve Nash got fired. Uh, he gone. Um, I forgot Dang. to look this up, but Steve Nash just got released today. I'm going to see really quick how many uh, games he coached before he got fired. Um, apparently, Tom Thibodeau said he feels for him, which is wonderful. Um, why can't I find it? Here we go. Oh, this is going to be a mess. Whatever. Who cares? He didn't coach a lot of games. What, two seasons? Three seasons. Two two, and a Three couple seasons. games. This would have been his third season. Okay. This is, would have been his third. But what I want to know is, can you guys tell me who in NBA history has the shortest tenure as a coach? If you can't, if Ooh. you can't, I understand. And I will secondarily take the... Andrew Harrison? Is that... Is Andrew on his list? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know. Like, like the Harrison, the Harrison twins. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Andrew, like the pre- the president who died. It was. Oh. No, sorry. It was a bad joke. I just was genuinely was like, maybe that's a coach <laughs> so, I've never heard of. So he was he was in the office the shortest. He died because he got pneumonia or some shit. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I'm yeah, dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. smart. I really enjoyed that. Now, but sorry. uh, the only really short. Coaching stint I can think of is Rudy Tomjanovich with the Lakers before they replaced him with Phil Jackson. I think he coached like 40 games or something. That is third place, 43 games. Damn. Is it David Blatt? David Blatt's not on this list. I know the answer. I know the answer. I know the answer. Damn it. David Blatt's not on the list? No. This list is also only a top five. Like a season has some change. I know the answer. Yeah, Jerry Tarkanian, head coach of San Antonio Spurs. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Where Greg Popovich is on his 27th season as a coach for the Spurs. Jerry Tarkanian <laughs> lasted 20 games. I only know that because I watched season. I watched a, like a, a thing about about Tarkanian and like his legacy with like UNLV and like all that. Well, that shit. was a thing. It's like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, coached UNLV to the Final Four four times and an NCAA title in 1990. Was hired by the Spurs in '92 and was out 20 games later. Yeah, they ooh, they were nine nine and eleven when he got fired. Yeah, shortest tenure ever. Hmm. I, yeah, Second place I is like Bob Weiss, former college coaches, <laughs> Seattle SuperSonics, 30 games. Uh, third. No I don't. I don't know who that is. Uh, does Greg Hart heard Washington Wizards forty four games, and Mo Cheeks Detroit Pistons fifty games. Wow. Oh yes, mm. the the it was uh the Running Rebels of UNLV. It was a, a sports documentary that came out in two thousand eleven. That's oh, okay. 
the only reason that I know this little fun fact. Nice. That's awesome. I didn't they didn't they talk about him during the the um shit um no I'm forgetting the name of the damn yeah the, the Lakers the tried to show. hire him back in the day yeah that's right yeah yeah but then show, you're talking about yeah, show, yeah, yeah, Showtime yeah. or is it called Showtime is it what's it called yeah Lakers TV show winning time winning, winning time. time I was gonna say I don't think it's called Showtime it's too on, that's too on the nose that they pl- also it's probably copyrighted that's the same coach. Yeah, yeah. They, he was he was at UNLV. Well, they didn't they, hire they, him. They tried they, to hire. They him. They tried to hire him, and then that's when they oh, end up. And they find a dude in the trunk, or not? Paul, they they end up hiring. Yeah, uh, I guess that's because in the show it makes it seem like that's something that happened in the eighties. This guy coached all the way into well, the nineties. So he, but in the show it makes yeah, it seem dude, like that, he was that, found that, dead what, in the eighties. Back at, back in the day, like it wasn't like it is today. Like college coaches got a long leash back in the day. Like Shishovsky had like five consecutive losing seasons at Duke before. He yeah. turned that around. Mm. Um, Jack McKinney. I was like, I was like Paul Westhead, but no, no, no. That was that was Jason Siegel. I was trying to think of. Yes. Yeah. So that's when they that's when they ended up hiring Jack McKinney. Pat Riley. So, yes. What? Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, we're, no, we're just that's next season. Shout out. Shout out that's Lakers next coaches. season. You got you got one more season till that. That's when everybody Bob where Bob works. They film and he sent me like a picture. It's uh, it's pretty cool because there's like stands and then it is like the forum floor. But then there's just a bunch of like green screen because it's like a couple people sitting in the stands and then they just like have a bunch of more people off to the sides. There's some movie magic for you. Love movie magic. Do you think that they cast Wood Harris as Spencer Haywood because his name is Wood and Spencer <laughs> Haywood's last name is Haywood? Yes. I'm gonna guess no. Yeah. Oh, Jay says yes. He's like, dude, that, that guy's that guy's like 50 years old, and they they, they, they did cast him as like yeah, a, like a 34. Although honestly, it works because that's what every fuck then, every yeah, dude in the yeah. fucking like 70s and 80s looked like they Kinda were. I like it, so it works. Right. It's perfect. Can't wait for second season. I I enjoyed it. I know some people didn't like it, but I enjoyed it. Like that's it. not what we're here to talk about, folks. Let's continue. Steve Nash fired. Kyrie's doing his shit. Uh, they just blew a, I think it was nine point lead to the Bulls. Uh, Zach Levine himself outscored the Nets in the fourth quarter. Uh, they play like shit. They look like shit. Ben Simmons didn't play second game. Anything. He hasn't been looking good. And I'm now realizing when I said he hasn't been good, I was thinking of him instead of Kyrie. I said Kyrie hasn't been playing good. Ben Simmons hasn't been playing good. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and let's be honest, these couple games that he hasn't been there, Nick's Claxton has looked better on the floor without Ben Simmons on there. So let's talk the Nets. Should they blow it up, get rid of a bunch of stuff? Their championship aspirations are pretty much done, I feel like. They're not. Unless they shake something up. They're not. That's like... The unfortunate reality of this team is that there's still enough talent on this team. Plus, like, TJ Warren hasn't come back yet. Like, there's still guys who have not started playing for them yet that will inevitably contribute. Um, I wouldn't say the door is closed. However, I would love nothing more for, than for that to happen. I'm so done with this team. I'm sick and tired of it. I am sick and tired of the... of. Uh, I'm sick of talking about them. Ben Simmons is probably my, my, my favorite of the three, which is saying something. I cannot for the life of me. Wait, you like him more than Kevin Durant? I yes. have that written in my 100? notes. Somehow I like Ben Simmons the most out of these three players. <laughs> Would I prefer I Ben Simmons. I prefer him 120% more than both of those guys objectively more than Kyrie KD has just been a shithead for a while it's a it's a real shame because I love watching him play I love watching him play he's amazing but he's a fucking shithead and Kyrie is the biggest shithead of them all I'm so sick of talking about this fucking team I want them to blow it up but they won't and they're not going to they're not gonna Okay. Wait, wait. Just and I, I know you, you, may, you may have more to say. I just want to say one, one quick thing. Do you remember when LeBron went to Miami and he was like, all like, I'm going to embrace the villain role and all that stuff. But then like LeBron is like seemingly like kind of too nice of a guy to like actually right. do that. Like, KD is doing what like LeBron like I, I think attempted to Aspired do. Inspired to do. And I, I think that I think this all stems from him going to the Warriors. I, I also think it stems from the fact that he's like honestly. 
like I, he's kind of mentally soft, not from a, a killer instinct on the basketball they, court they aspect, but like as a they person with like the, 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 all three of them. Are. Correct. Correct. They do not have a true and, and leader. Kyrie Irving is one of those people that thinks that like being a fucking contrarian makes you like some sort of intellectual fuck Kyrie Irving. I, I'm not going to get into Kyrie Irving too much. Cause fuck Kyrie Irving. I fucking hate the guy. I've hated him for this is we're coming on two seasons now. And the thing is like, I was a huge Kyrie Irving guy. Loved him. Talented basketball player. But like, it's unfortunate and it is. And it's, 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 it's one of those things where there's certain people who you're like, okay, separate the art from the artist. Sure. You can do that. Kyrie Irving is not one of those. I cannot I do it. I, I cannot. Um, and what, I'm actually, I'm going to holster that take. So I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it offline. Um, all I, all I was, the only thing I would add to this is like, I was listening to um, the Real Ones podcast the other day, and Rajah Bell worked with Kyrie when he was working in the Cleveland front office, and he's very, very close friends with Steve Nash, who, of course, had experience with KD before he took the Nets job. And he was a part of the potential Nets coaching staff before they kind of ironed all that out, and he just, he, he, he elected not to go that route and decided to go towards media and, and work for the Ringer. And he said on the podcast that, like, this team was doomed from the start because this was a team because if you look at if you look at both of their Kyrie and KD specifically if you look at both of their careers and the players that have surrounded them when they were winning and when their teams were good they always had a leader next to them even when KD was in OKC Russell Westbrook all indications are that he is a phenomenal teammate and people will follow him into battle any any day of the week now the issue with Russ is that like he would end up shooting himself out of games and that gets frustrating after after a period of time. But he is ultimately a leader. When you look at Kyrie, Kyrie plays with LeBron. No issues there, right? LeBron holds court. He is a leader. He gets the team rallied together. He keeps them all. But on then the Kyrie, same page. Kyrie had Boston, issues with LeBron because he wanted to be the leader. hundred percent. But the team, the team, but the team was still able to secure a championship, and for the majority of the time that they were together, was a formidable team. When he goes to Boston, yes, he is elected to be the leader. He goes to an organization that has stability in Danny Ainge and and Brad Stevens and is able to mitigate some of his bullshit. You've got Marcus Smart there. You've got other guys who can mitigate some of his nonsense and some of his bullshit. When KD goes to Golden State, you've got that whole foundation of Steph and Draymond and Clay and the front office and Steve Kerr. You've got the foundation there to basically not let their bullshit interfere. Those two guys go to the Nets where there's no structure where they've given them the reins to do whatever they want, and you have reaped what you have sowed. This is where you find yourself, Brooklyn. You did it to yourself. You picked two guys, and you didn't bring any true leaders on this team because you thought that they could do it when they had a like a long track record of not being leaders. They're just hoopers. They are not leaders. And this is what you get. And then you bring in James Harden, who is also objectively not a leader. This team was... This team was doomed from the beginning there was only one period where they were really good i'm glad katie's shoes were too big boom i'm done ah ooh! i am also glad that katie's shoes are too big <laughs> that was a good uh, I, I don't want i don't want either one of i don't want either one of them to ever win a championship let alone sniff a championship game ever 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 again i don't want to see any of them neither one of them have success again in their nba careers neither all, one of them. all three of them honestly <laughs> Sure, sure, uh, sure. Let us not forget what, our good what, friend. What, 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 what gets me about the whole thing too is like if, like, to your leadership point, if you, they, I realize like probably not like Steve Nash was kind of set up to fail, and I really hope he gets a second opportunity as a head coach. Was he great in Brooklyn? I don't know. People are acting he like he wasn't, fine. but can we can we say he wasn't with all of the shit that he had? Can you imagine? I agree with what that, that must have been like to do. And the thing is. If if a guy who has been there, done that, was a great player, a fucking Hall of Fame point guard, one of the best point guards to ever play the fucking game, cannot get these guys to buy in and rally around the, the situation, like, nobody's going to. So are they going to blow it up? No. Are they going to win a championship? Also, no. Uh, 
The Nets are a fucking poverty franchise. They are a horrifically run pr- franchise. They were when Mikhail Prokhorov bought them and they moved to Brooklyn and everybody was like, oh my God, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, what the fuck have they done? Absolutely fucking nothing. They have the not been relevant, as I said to you guys history. via text message today, that since Jason Kidd, Kerry Kittles, Richard Jefferson, uh, Kenyon Martin, and God bless him, lest we forget, Nanad Kristich went to the fucking <laughs> NBA Finals. <laughs> Made him say uh. Uh, uh. I, uh, I think the, the other the, uh, Sorry, go, go ahead, go ahead I don't know, if you got something to say, man I, The only other thing that I just have to say here Is like The Kyrie piece of this is Like, without question The Kyrie piece of this is the most frustrating It's the most frustrating That being said The Nets as an organization to take this situation, get rid of your coach. Now, all reports are that, like, I, I, I believe truly in my heart of hearts that this was a mutual split of, like, Steve Nash was like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. 100%. Absolutely guaranteed. That had to be true. Yeah. There were rumors during the summer. His job was online anyways. This is a chaotic situation. It's a hostile work environment. Don't blame him if he was like, yo, peace. I'm gone. I'm not dealing with this bullshit anymore. Great. Who wants that job? Yeah, Udoka does. Which that to me is like the most egregious. Well, Ime Udoka wants well, that course, job because like working. that's the only fucking yeah. franchise that is going to give him a goddamn right. opportunity. And, and to that everything. point, and that shame quickly, on you, Brooklyn. That quickly, shame on you, fucking shame on you, Brooklyn. Shame on you. I'm so I'm so upset. I've never. We'll say I have never Quinn hated Snyder's a also team. In the running. Who? Quinn Snyder. Sure. Hey, if they hire Quinn Snyder, I'm cool with that. Good luck, Quinn. Because you got a fucking yeah, shit joke coming your way. He won't, he won't take that job. Quinn Snyder is a guy who will have his pick of yeah, jobs you don't want this job. next offseason. He's not going to take Nobody that job. If you are a good head coach, who in Ime Udoka is taking this job because he has He's nothing desperate. else on the Nobody team. Nobody else wants to hire him now because of the circumstances that he found himself. Dude, his shit was so bad that Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes had to go on his Instagram account and apologize for defending him. He wouldn't add any details or context or color to the situation, but he simply said, I well, didn't then, know. All did the you details. see the, the Celtics basically apologize. leaked it? The, the Celtics like leaked it today. Like all of it. Yeah. They were like, Hey, just as a heads up, this is who the Brooklyn Nets are. Our division rival are, are hiring. So shout out to the Celtics, honestly, uh, not Celtics. A sentence you don't say very Boston. often. Well, I work for a Boston based company, so I'll yeah, bite my tongue. But, uh, I have a lot of people that report to me from Boston. So, uh, anyway, Here's uh, I don't want to harp on this any any further because we've talked about this a lot, but Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons is the player empowerment movement blowing up in all of our faces. It it, it is it is evidence together. Like this this is when you're fucking letting like the lunatics run the goddamn nut house. You know, I mean, I know those are not. PC terms. I, yeah, I realize the, the that. I'm just the trying to give some, you know, worse. the alternatives. <laughs> yeah. That didn't even I was going to say that mind. earlier. That I is, I absolutely, like, I, Bob, 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 Bob yes, McNair, the, the old uh, Texans owner, uh, hope his, hope he's rotting in hell, said that about the NBA, or the NFL players and they were collectively bargaining. He's like, this is what happens when you let the inmates, I would never have even considered <laughs> saying something like that, but, uh, I will say this. I, 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 I get think, your point. I, I, I see why, I see why you might've, you might've, you might've, uh, like, I think this is more of a, for a second there. Yeah, this is more uh, like a yeah, no, just no, no, comment no. on I, their character, I think, than uh Yeah, well, I'm just because my, my point is these guys are all fucking head cases. That's yeah. what I was like really trying to drop. But uh, so I, I apologize if that didn't no, not it's all right. come off well. It's, um, it is the three like, worst Kyrie, Kyrie is a crazy, per, crazy person. Kevin Durant is a thin-skinned asshole who, by all accounts, is a terrible locker room person. Like, I, what team... I mean, teams will absolutely try to acquire him, I'm sure, because, like, his talent is undeniable. But, like, that is not a guy I want in my locker room. Like, that, that is not... That is absolutely... He's selfish. He's arrogant. He's, like... I, there's just so many issues there. And I'm, Ben Simmons is... Ben Simmons. So, yeah. I mean, like, this- you, you kind of get... I, I, I don't know how you could possibly want Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant to be a part of your organization after all of this. And honestly, as much as I hate the fucking Brooklyn Nets, I think that they should get another opportunity to use the amnesty clause on Ben Simmons. Cause I mean, just come on. So, uh, dude, fuck the Nets, fuck Kyrie Irving, fuck Kevin Durant. 
Yeah. This, Fuck those this guys. Whole, Fuck the this Nets. whole thing. I don't. I don't want to talk about them any I'll fucking more. I'll, I'll, right. I'll leave Let's it move at on this. from this, uh, this whole the thing Nets. reminds me of the episode of Community where they're making the chi- where Abed is making the chicken strips, and then the whole crew just gets like way out of proportion, and then Troy's like, "My monkey hates his caviar." That's that's what this is, and I'm done. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. just in my yes. like that. It was in my brain. That's oh, a great. I, I need to rewatch yeah. it again. Great it's been episode. a while since I watched it. I tried to get Devin into it. And she, she I tried to get Devin Amber into it. She, it. Uh, she, she, she tried. Well, she tried to get me into Thirty Rock, and I tried to get her into oh, that. And it, it just wasn't a good trade off. You don't like Thirty Rock? Thirty Rock's great. I love Thirty Rock. Oh, I just damn. can't do Ooh, it, man. Boy, working on my night. Why cheese. are you wearing a tuxedo? It's after five <laughs> o'clock. What am I, a farmer? <laughs> he was so great. Good show. Uh, there, there, there's, there's, there's scenes and moments from that show that I really like, but it just, it, it's not my sense of humor. It's just not. Yeah. And the thing is, what makes me sad is I like literally everyone that's in that show the show just didn't do it for me like tracy i love tracy jordan or tracy morgan sorry there is the one episode where he runs around he's like i'm, I'm a jedi. jedi my real name is tracy morgan <laughs> <laughs> i'm but, like and i love uh i love uh judah friedlander mm-hmm. i love well i don't know if i love alex baldwin he's but i like his uh, performances in, in most show. things that he's in yeah, and I, I obviously who doesn't like Tina Fey, but just yeah, I just not a show I could, I just couldn't do it. Uh-huh. wasn't for me. I loved it. Uh, let's move on from the Nets uh, and move on over to a former Net. Uh, James Harden's not looking as good over in Sixers Land. But oh damn it! I thought we were, I thought we were onto the Bulls. That's gonna anyway, go eventually. Yeah, sorry. I got, I got excited about what I thought our next segment was. We're Please on our go way. On to them but first we're gonna stop in philly talk about the sixers james harden's not playing as good as he has in the past but tyrese maxi has been playing quite well do we think that uh we should start do we think we should prepare ourselves for the shifting gear of maxi maybe taking over the two spot running the office a little bit more had taking a little bit more responsibility and then pulling it away from james harden uh tag go ahead and talk a little bit first so they're they're not going to do that because yeah. they they can't like you you can't take the keys to the kingdom away from who the guy who's supposed to be your one a one b star player right yes. like they they just they can't like what what do you what do you tell James Harden and, and like then also like in that in that situation how do you get another superstar to come to your team because then they're what are they going to just be like oh sorry J K L O L we're going to replace you with a, a younger talented guy on our roster like that that's just it's just it's not how this works like the nba is too ego driven of a league which like rightfully so like the guys that have the biggest egos generally speaking are the best players i mean every player has some sort of ego because they were the best player on their team at a certain point but when you are a guy who is a former mvp and has taken teams on on deep title run or uh deep playoff runs i mean yeah like that's just the, the reality of the situation so um the sixers are in a bad spot however and it, it, it's early. It's absolutely early. But if they had any sense, they would fire Glenn Rivers and hire a fucking coach that can actually competently run this team. They are terribly coached, and they have been for years. This team will not go anywhere with him at the helm. And I, I don't know that I don't know that a new coach is necessarily the solution. But Doc Rivers, sorry, excuse me, Glenn Rivers. <laughs> It's absolutely Doc? not the answer. Do you I don't think, know who that is. Doc Rivers. <laughs> I only I only know I only know Glenn, I only know are, Glenn are Rivers and, overrated and Glenn NBA the same coach. like fifty cent Curtis Jackson thing going where they're just like breaking up for each other, cutting ties. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of a T I T I P thing. Got it. Noted. <laughs> uh, Jay, what are your I, thoughts on and, and like, like look, I want to say team, it was they very should much be better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they should be. Um, I, I mean, here's what I'll say: like Matisse Thybul just came back, so like the defense is going to make a change here. I, I think a lot of the the I don't, honestly like a lot of this team's struggles have been related to like to Joel Embiid. Like Joel Embiid came out of, came into the season out of shape again, again. Now the numbers he's putting up quite impressive. Sure, he's Joel Embiid. He's going to continue to do that, but he is he is a negative plus minus. He's negative one point five right now as as like uh what six games into the season he's missed a game or so here. Um, he's shooting 30% from three, like his scoring numbers are down. Uh, he's, he just, he, I mean, he admittedly came in out of shape. Like his, he's, this is the lowest rebounding numbers he's had in basically since 2016. Like he has not been good. 
Um, James Harden has also kind of like been okay. A lot of the guys that they brought in, like they they this was this is what happens in the NBA a lot is like these teams like they overcorrect, right? Like they're just like, okay, cool. Like D, we were good at defense last year, but we couldn't score. I know what we'll do. Let's go get Montrose Harrell. Let's go get all of James Harden's friends. Let's bring them in and we'll do something. Um and like they brought in PJ Tucker to like add some identity to their defense, and it really hasn't done much. That being said, the only bright spot on this team right now, I mean, obviously again, James, I mean not James Harden. Joel Embiid is putting up numbers, but it hasn't been pretty. That being said, like Tyrese Maxey is the fucking like he's the future of this team. Like from point guard position, he's averaging yeah. 23 a game this year. He is very, very firmly in that most improved player conversation right now. Could potentially be an all-star. Um, shooting 50% from the field, 45% from three. Um, I mean, he's doing it all for this team. Could, I mean, is there a conversation to be had that like some of this stuff is just like James Harden maybe like freeing him up? Not really. I don't think because like James Harden is not the same guy who used to just like go downhill and like get to the basket at will. He's just not that guy anymore. And so like, I would almost argue that like to potentially turn things around for this team, they might have to, they might have to give the ball to Maxi, have the offense run through him and have James Harden and Joel Embiid kind of play off of him. But that, that's, it's not, that will not work. It, no, it I agree. Won't because James agree. Harden will not accept that role. And to some extent he has earned that right. Granted, I think we are, we are seeing a significant decline from James Harden. And I, I, I thought that in Brooklyn and then he went to Philadelphia and looked okay. And then kind of like, it kind of fell off again, but I mean, to your point, their biggest off season yeah. acquisition was 37 year old PJ Tucker and all, no disrespect to PJ Tucker. He, his last two seasons, great seasons. But the thing is at 30, a, 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 after 35, at that point, like there is an expectation that like your game is going to decline at some point. And in a lot of cases, when professional athletes get up there in years, the drop-off can be quick and it can be steep. And PJ Tucker looks a step slow. He looks yeah. 37 years yeah. old playing in a league full of 25 year olds. Yeah, like that, that's, that. that's the reality of the situation. And we talked about this the other day, like James Harden or like what their moves in the off season were lit- what to bring his old, get his rockets. Te- he, so he took a, a pay cut to get his old rocket teammates paid. Like, uh, house jr is a fucking net negative. Sorry, what'd you call him? Like, that dude isn't worth shit. What'd you call him? Fucking, like... What? No, no, what'd you say his name was? A net negative? No, his his name? Say his name again. What are you talking about? Daniel? <laughs> Daniel House? Is, I was like, what the fuck did he <laughs> call him? It? I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't pronounce what his fucking name. Because he's a fucking nobody. I he called him Daniel. Like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. I thought it was. I was like, "What the fuck?" I thought he said Manuel too, which I was like, "Was he trying to say Manuel?" Sometimes, sometimes when I get on rants, I talk way too fast, and like words come out, they fumble out. So I'm sorry. It's okay. You mean Danielle? Daniel? Daniel House Jr. I'm sorry. Oh, good God! Sorry. Keep going. Uh, I do. You this, do make this is my a thing. lot of good points, though, Ted. Uh, I, I do agree, and I will say this: <laughs> yeah. the, the whole thing of fucking ruined my whole giving, I, I've lost all. Cre- I've lost all credibility. <laughs> Don't put that on me. I would say this. Uh, oh. <laughs> Um, that's that's a that's a that's a you know what that is that's that's when you're in a fucking work meeting and you call somebody out in front of your fucking boss instead of like after the meeting pulling them to the side and having a fucking conversation with them i i made a worse snafu recently one of my one of my colleagues i know his name i know his name well i say it a lot and for whatever reason he said something and i was just like oh jeff his name's greg i don't know where it came from and it just, <laughs> I just called him the wrong name. Wow. Without it. And like, it just came out naturally. And he was like, what did you say? And I'm like, did I just call you Jeff? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> Anyways. That's amazing. Um, yeah. I, it's hyperbole of actually giving the keys to Tyrus Maxey, but he is, I don't know. He's clearly going up in his career trajectory as James Harden is seemingly coming down. And I do agree with the whole Joel. Tyrese Max is 22 goddamn years old. Yeah. And he looks yeah. good. 
I can't wait to see because what happens if at All Star break Tyrese Maxey does get an All Star nod and James Harden does not? Then can we give the keys over? Well, then you've probably got problem. You've probably got some problems in your locker room that you're going to have to address, and Glenn Rivers really isn't the guy that's going to be able to take care of that. So that's another problem that they're going to have. Honestly, here's the thing: the when you demise say of the Glenn seven, Rivers, the I, my mind 70, keeps saying Big Baby. <laughs> I know it's Davis, but you say yeah, Glenn. And they, it's he like did, Big he, Baby. Glenn Rivers did did coach Glenn Davis. Yeah, time. I know. That's um, but uh. The the demise of the Philadelphia 76ers happened when they let Jimmy Butler walk and gave Tobias Harris a max contract. I like Tobias Harris. He is a fine player. He is not worth what he's getting paid. And it's they're just a, they're they're another example of a franchise in the Eastern Conference that is poorly poorly run. <clears throat> and I yeah, I, I don't know. Well, they're also one of the worst defenses in the league, and so that is also not help. Well, middling. Let's call it middling. They're one of the most. Middling. I'd say they're 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 the, they're the top of the bottom. Yeah, I mean that sounds about right. They're they're nineteen they're nineteenth in defensive rating. Yeah, they're in yeah they're middling, but they're they're not great. They're one of the worst defenses in the league. Offensively, like they're still putting up hella points, but well, yeah, when you got the guy like Tyrese Maxey on your team. But they're, they're, they're but are they really? They're twenty third in points per game. Oh yeah, they sure aren't they. Woo. Never Wait, mind. no, they're not. Oh, points per game. I'm sorry, I was looking at offensive rating. Sorry, because they're seventh in offensive rating. Offensive rating, they're ninth. Yeah, seventh. Ninth. I'm looking at it right now. You guys they're are tied for six two different sources. They're tied. For- what are you looking at? NBA.com. Well, that fucking website can't possibly be right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'm just saying. Um, their defense is really bad. <laughs> their offense is fine, but it, it's too. And they're four and four. So I don't want to overreact. They've got some things they need to work on. But I, I've been like, I've been thoroughly impressed with Tyrese Maxey this year. Yeah. He looked good. Uh, let's move on over from Philly. And... All of the old Houston Rocket guys that are there and go to a different Houston Rocket okay. guy. They're tied for fucking seventh with like eight other teams. Basketball reference, on the other hand, has this down to a goddamn science and has them at they're fucking tied nine. One, they're tied so, with one other team. Yeah. It's the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm looking at NBA.com. I'm looking at it right now. Offensive rating 115.3, 115.3. The next one after that is 115. The one above that, 116.9. That's two teams. Oh, I had it filtered by the Rocket. <laughs> We almost got there. Now that that's been leave me alone. (laughs) I'm gonna come at your neck on one of your takes soon. I've been too I've been too friendly to you recently on this fucking podcast, and now you just think you can walk all over me. Um, Let's chit chat about another former James Harden teammate, twice over. Russell Westbrook was sent to the bench, and the Lakers finally won a game. One in five now. Um. Let's, do we think this is something that's going to continue? Do we think this is something that they're probably going to have to do? Do we think they should still blow it up? Jay, let's hear from you. I mean, look, we've, been all, we've all been saying this since two years ago. Like, if, if Russell was willing to accept that role and accept becoming the leader of the second unit and just, like, fucking destroying, like, absolutely destroying second units... That is a recipe for success for a team if they could get him to do that, right? Because he's not going to change the way he plays. We've already tried that. It's not going to happen. And so if at this point in his career, if he's truly willing to try and win and he's comfortable being in this six-man role where he is just a heater off the bench and just like, get out of my way. Look, we've seen him. we're We're not more than two years removed from him basically dragging the carcass that is the Wizards team to the fucking playoffs. Like... He's capable of this. We've seen it. We know what he's capable of. If he's willing to accept this as a role, it's a very positive change for the Lakers. Then you actually have a role for him because otherwise we saw what happened the first couple of games of the season. He has no, he has no place on this team if he intends to start because he will not change his game. He will not play defense. He will not do anything that impacts winning basketball in that role. I love it. I hope that he's on board with it. I have very low hopes because I just like his history doesn't really indicate that he's somebody who could. But look, we didn't think Melo could do it, and Melo did it. So maybe, maybe I hope so. But I loved it. I think it's great because you just have just feast on second unit talent. 
He also played 31 minutes in that game. It's it's not like he played That's like it. three minutes less than LeBron. Like it, it's it's not like he's he's not getting he's not going to get minutes. I, I actually think that Russell Westbrook will be amenable to this. I actually really do. Um, we'll see, but I think he will. Here's the thing about the Lakers: they are what they are. They're going to win some games. They're going to lose more than they win. And unless they get significant help on the perimeter, this team is going nowhere. And when I say nowhere, I'm not talking about the play-in game. I'm talking yeah. about fucking nowhere. I'm talking 11th through 15th, likely not all the way down at the bottom. But this is a team that is in no way set up. to. The, the, if they make the playoffs, yeah. great. They won't win a fucking game. But like the odds of making that them making the playoffs are so the only way they're going to make it is on the back of LeBron James and the extremely fragile body <laughs> yeah. of Anthony Davis. Yeah. And again, Anthony Davis still don't think he's that great. Still think he's the most overrated player possibly in the league right now. Um, I feel like I'm I sure you can make a case for one. others. I, I'd have to like really mm. sit down and think about that. But he is he is he is a top five most overrated player in the NBA right now. Uh, so. Whatever, but again, the Lakers are what they are, and Russ Russ is what he is as well. He's gonna he he will probably go off some nights. He will probably shoot you out of game some nights. He's been doing that his pretty much his entire career. Right now, at his best, he is a net zero player, and that's okay if, like Jay said, he embraces that role off the bench. Um, because on his good, like he mm-hmm. will likely win and lose you an equivalent amount of games. Like that is yeah, the reality of, sure. of what he is. I am rooting for the guy. We know that. I've made that abundantly clear on this podcast. Now, my brother would have other things to say because I every night Russell Westbrook has a bad game. I text him his stat line, and then Go I say, off, let Russ, Russ cook. <laughs> uh, and he has texted me a number of times. Be like, fuck you. I'm not talking to you today. So uh, he, he did text me after this last game, and he was like, let Russ cook. He was like, 18, <laughs> 8, and 8, bitch. I was like, okay. That's okay. our boy. I'm like, What's his plus minus on the season player? Um, but I do it just to rile him up because uh, the guy just loves Russell Westbrook. He really just does. Like I, I've I've never I've never seen anyone who loved a player like <laughs> I love JJ Redick, like my brother does with his love of of Russell Westbrook. But here's the thing, man. At the end of the day, Lakers are a bad team. They got to do something. They don't have the they don't have the assets to do anything. Oh. Although right now their first round pick might be enticing to a team because you're you're you might be fucking wringing your hands like you're fucking that birdman gift where he walks up to the window and he's rubbing his hands it's again going to the their first round pick going to the oh that's right Pelicans. fuck i forgot they don't oh, even have a fucking the first. this is why i should have made my note i the only notes i made on this fucking topic are that the lakers suck and that russell westbrook is what he is so <laughs> i i should have i should have i should have dug into that deeper i forgot that they that they, they don't they don't have any they have no like, assets the, nope they got shit. What are they gonna like? When are they gonna fucking trade Matt Ryan for someone? Twelve minutes, two for four. They could. You know what they could trade Matt machine? Ryan for? I was I was thinking more like an order from Chipotle that he'll go pick up for him. That's a DoorDash joke. That's a DoorDash joke. Ouch, DoorDash joke. Well, with that, I I think there's something that could have gone very well to be on the Lakers team, and that's someone who's I don't know, kind of famous for being very good at the mid range, and may have recently scored twenty thousand points. But instead of picking up Demar Derozan, they picked up Russell Westbrook. So let's talk about it. DeMar DeRozan scored 20,000 points, became the 50th player ever in NBA history. Tad, let's hear your thoughts on DeMar DeRozan scoring 20K. Every time you've gone to a new topic, I've felt like Mac from Always Sunny, or uh, Charlie from Always Sunny, when he's like, can we talk about the mail? I've been dying to talk about the mail. (laughs) I have been dying to talk about DeMar DeRozan. One of our our questions, he hit 20,000 points. Is he possibly a Hall of Famer? Right now, as it stands, DeMar DeRozan is the face of the Hall of Very Good. And let me tell you why that is a travesty. In his career, DeMar DeRozan has 20,050 points. More after tonight. Don't know what that total is after tonight. 4,251 rebounds. 3,761 assists. He is a five-time All-Star, a two-time second NBA, and one-time third NBA player. Let me tell you about another guy who's in the fucking Hall of Fame. His name's Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller has 25,279 points, 
4,182 rebounds, 4,141 assists. He is a three-time All-NBA third team player and a five-time fucking All-Star. Reggie Miller is the nah. worst fucking player that nah. is in the Basketball Hall of Fame. <laughs> that is an absolute fucking fact. DeMar DeRozan should make the fucking Hall of Fame based on the fact alone that Reggie no. Miller is in the Hall of Fame. Yes, in my book, DeMar DeRozan is a fucking Hall of Famer. All Pac-10 first team, all Pac-10 tournament MVP. He His fucking jersey is retired at USC. Let's not forget it's Naismith fucking Hall of Fame. They take college shit into account. But if we're going strictly off NBA accomplishments, if Reggie Miller can be in the fucking Hall of Fame, then so can fucking DeMar DeRozan. And don't fucking shake your head at me. I will go to put it on my fucking tombstone. Reggie Miller should not be in the Hall of Fame. In fact, they should remove him because of how shitty of a fucking broadcaster he is. Good <laughs> God. Put fucking DeMar, put enshrine DeRozan in the Hall of Fame right now if you're going to tell me that Reggie fucking Miller deserves to be there. You cannot tell the story of the NBA without Reggie Miller. That is a fact. You just can't. You just can't. That's really why. Reggie Miller's not even the best basketball player in his own goddamn family. Very true. Stop. He only recently, as of five years ago, was dethroned as the all-time three-point uh, 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 maker in the in NBA history. Um, he was, I mean, for a long time, was the greatest three-point shooter in NBA history. Um, led a lot of really competitive Pacers teams against some very, very good Bulls teams and some very, very good Lakers teams. Made it to the finals. Like, you're wrong. You're wrong. Um, that being said, look, if he was so if he's so great, why is he he's only he was an NBA third team player three times. No, no NBA first team, no NBA sure, second team. Sure. You could also argue that like he played at the at the time during the NBA where the shooting guard position was the strongest. It is now arguably the weakest position in the NBA. And so there's that. I mean, look, I was talking to my guys the other just, day about like the top five shooting guards in the NBA. I couldn't even get to five. I couldn't get to five. Now, granted, Demar was a shooting guard to start his career. He's now more of a small forward, but nonetheless, I digress. Man, like he's small forward. At this point. He was. He has. But he's. You couldn't get to five shooting guards. I mean, I could if I had to, but I wasn't like definitive. Like, well, let me let me hear your yes. list. I want to hear it's your list. Devin Booker, it's Donovan Mitchell, it's uh, Zach Levine. Oh, right, right now. I thought you said you couldn't. I thought you were talking the top five. Oh, you thought all time. No, 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 right now, right now. I'm like, like, you have have fucking, you have Kobe, Dwayne, Wade, and Michael Jordan, like, literally right there. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, currently, right? Like, the shooting guard position over the last couple years has been the weakest position across all the positions in the NBA. It's been a very point guard-driven league. It's still a center-driven league. More small forward, power forward types. It's a point point guard and small forward. like, it is. That's what it is. It's the the small mm -hmm. forward filled that vacuum around 2008 Correct. is when the it was that was when we saw the rise of the small forward because the, a lot of those guys are big now and can handle Correct. the ball and the 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 role of the combo guard the strictly off ball guard has been significantly dis- diminished in an NBA that has increasingly and and less so now but the decline of the, the shooting guard really happened during the, the the dark ages of the early 2000s when there was just terrible basketball being sure. played and it was a lot of ISO hero ball by a lot of small or Agreed. shooting guards. Um, yeah. My second point, not only has he played during the period where the, his position was valued the least across the league, he has never impacted like true playoff winning in his entire career. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Not ever. Like... His Toronto days, he was notoriously a no-show in the playoffs, which is part of the reason why they had to go get Kawhi. He goes to San Antonio, not his fault. Those were basically three years that people completely forgot about. And then he comes to Chicago. He is fantastic last year. A top-five MVP candidate, second-team All-NBA. I could not sing his praises more. He doesn't impact winning. He's been a phenomenal player, and I'm a huge fan of his. He is not a Hall of Famer. And 20,000 points used to be the bar. It's, it's been raised. There's that, too. 25. What Reggie Miller got? Bingo. There's other dudes, right. there's other dudes that have scored 20,000. Reggie Miller should, Reggie Miller should that not is be absurd. in the Hall of Fame. That is absurd. That is an no, absurd he should be in the Put it on my tombstone. I, I, with, you fucking hear it here first. I'm if I die before I interview, which is, chest. let's be honest, How about that? given the way that I live my life, carve it highly with likely. a shiv. How about that? Okay, that's aggressive. Sorry. Happy Halloween. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 
It just seems mean, man. I'm I'm asking you a request. Yeah, he's requesting. As my friends, I'm asking you to no, do something no, for me no, after yeah, I no, die. No, and you're no, you're you're no, going to no, desecrate no. You're my being final a provocateur. resting You're being place. a provocateur. You're pushing me. Okay. I you know I hate Reggie Miller. You know I hate Reggie Miller, but I just can't deny it. <laughs> I you I I want I also want to make something very clear for anybody listening to this that this is not I'm not doing a bit. We have years ago, we talked about Reggie Miller being in the Hall of Fame, and I got on this high horse. Or like, I, I, I went on this as well. I have for probably 10 years, maybe longer. I, I, I don't know exactly when. Let's see. I have his Wikipedia page pulled up. Let's see. When was he inducted into the Hall of Fame? Bum, 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 bum. 2008? Wait, yeah. is Reggie Miller in the Hall yeah, of Fame? He made it last yeah. year, I think. Oh yeah, here we go. No, wait, I was like, I was like, wait, why? Is, I was like, no, I was like, no, no. I was like ninety nine percent sure he that he was, was but then I was like, it was. Yeah, like, it feels more the recent. Baseball, on, on, on Wikipedia, like, wait, they they do little recently. like stars and stripes things around the player, and like, it, but this doesn't. Uh, let's see, when when was he? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Google when was Reggie Miller inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, 2012. So literally oh, for 10 years, I've been fucking advocating against it. I've been crusading <sighs> against it. Crusading. Damn. Um, DeMar well, DeRozan, look, by all accounts, DeMar DeRozan is not a Hall of Fame player. I don't disagree. I think he is the face of the Hall of Very Good, as I said. However, if DeMar DeRozan is not a Hall of Famer, Reggie Miller shouldn't be either. <laughs> and with that, let's move on to our final subject of the night. Uh, instead of talking about the Chicago Bulls, we are moving on over Midwest style to Cleveland. Uh, Cavaliers are currently five and one. I believe they post a top five. They're one of the only teams, if not the only team, to be posting top five in both offensive and defensive ratings. Are the Celt? Are the Celtics? Jesus fucking Christ! Are the Cavaliers legit? Jay, can we chit chat about this a little bit? I'm a big fan of They've this been team. Fun to watch. Um, they're second overall in net rating. They are uh, fourth overall in offensive rating, third overall in defensive rating. Which, like, shout out to Donovan Mitchell. Like when he got into the league, he was a plus defender, and then he kind of got away from that. He has come into this Cavaliers team and like found that fountain again. He is playing defense again, and he is playing out of his fucking mind right now like dude is average he's top five in scoring right now he's averaging 32 points a game um four and a half rebounds seven uh assists a game dude is shooting 45 percent from three right now 50 from the field like is balling out of his mind a third plus minus of 13 he is absolutely an mvp candidate right now i said it when the preseason started like i'm a big fan of the makeup of this team i think they're missing a couple of components obviously Darius garland hasn't played yet with his eye issues um isaac okoro is basically a non-factor altogether i would argue like i don't even know that he's really much of a factor on defense let alone offense i think there's maybe a play for them to go out and get jay crowder or somebody like that i love this team i do see this team potentially winning a round or two in this year's nba playoffs i don't think they're quite yet there at the level of like a bucks or a celtics however that's where i'm at with them ted thoughts yeah so they're one they're a piece away from being a true contender yes but I could see them making a run. Chips fall. The thing, you know, they get they get some lucky bounces, maybe some injury help around playoff time. It, it's not inconceivable that they have a like almost Boston esque run, like Boston had last season, uh, to the NBA Finals. Um, I'm not gonna fucking go in on their net rating and their offensive rating and their defensive rating. I wrote that down, but Jay already made those points, so shout yeah. out to Jay. Um, but I do want to call. I do want to reiterate a point that Jay made, which is that their perimeter defense has been above average, and Donovan Mitchell clearly seems much more locked in and dialed in on that end. And I really wonder how bad that situation was in Utah by the end of his tenure and, like, when they fucking, you know, like, by the end of last season. Um, And I just wonder if, like, he did not give a shit by that point. If there was so much animosity in that locker room that it was like, all right, cool, I'm going to go out and get mine. I'm going to score a bunch of points and do all those things. But, like, I don't give a fuck about giving that much effort. Like, this is a guy who was clearly bought in he clearly sees an opportunity for them to win a lot of fucking games and be a legitimate contender in the East. Again, they are still one player away. 
the big question mark that they have right now is the Karis Levert experience. Uh, a prime example of this being that he went for 41 the other night and then turned around and showed up with an O of nine performance in their, their next game uh, and was a my walked off the court at a minus 12. Um, but ultimately this is a team of guys. They know their roles. Uh, they do still need guys to continue to elevate their game and play at a high level. They need someone to really step up. And obviously Darius Garland could potentially fill that role yet to be seen. I'm confident that he will. I'm interested to see how him and Donovan Mitchell share the court. Uh, that is going to be, you know, when you're when you're a young guy who's basically been given the keys to the kingdom like Darius Garland was, uh, and then they bring in a guy who is a proven star in this league, like who's to say how that works out on the court? I can't imagine there's going to be a ton of issues, but we'll see. Um, that said, I, I really do think that, that he can be that guy that they need. Um, and at the end of the day, like their, their front court defense is stellar and not only are those front court defenders great, they also have a, there's guys that can beat you in a number of ways on the offensive side on in that front court. So they're, they're not one like this. They're not one dimensional. Like Rudy Gobert effectively was in Utah. And yeah, I I mean like this is a fucking good team. Yeah. They're a very good team. Uh, I don't think a championship, like, I don't think a, I don't think a, I don't think a championship is realistic. I don't, but I, I won't say that a, a finals run is out of the question. Yeah, like, I, I, I would not be like, if, if, if we were here at this time next year and we were like, damn, Cavaliers made it to the conference finals just like the Mavs did the year before, would not be surprised. Like, would not be surprised in the slightest. I think they have that level of talent on this team. And to Tad's point, like, one or two moves. Also, Kevin Love's been playing pretty well. <laughs> Like yeah, this is a really fun good off the bench. I, I really well, yeah, like probably could, probably because he 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 fucking has a reason to give a shit for the first that, time. In that helps. Years. It helps. I would say. Yeah. I would say it doesn't. And hurt. you know what? He's well rested. Very much so. Very much so. I I love this team. Um, I love this team. Absolutely love this team. And I'm glad I, I they come out swinging. Just one. Uh, there is one last point I'd like to make about this, and that's that Reggie Miller only scored 5,000 more points than DeMar DeRozan and has right now, and Reggie Miller played 18 seasons, and DeMar is only in his 13th. So, I mean, let's just call it what it is. Reggie Miller, overrated, shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Cut his mic. And Cut if he's mic. gonna, if they're going to keep mic. him in there, then DeMar DeRozan, they should fucking let mic. him in. <laughs> um, if we're going back to Cleveland really quick, uh, I I'm not I'm never going back. I've never been there. I'm being honest. Yeah, I like to go, go visit him. He's got an adorable child. So <laughs> I just had um, this like I did, and I didn't mean it, but I just had this urge to say fuck that kid. But I just you know I just I couldn't. I would never. I would never. I love children. <laughs> it's it's the it's the Chicago. It's, it just came out. James. It just came out. It's a natural reaction. I, well, I, I'm more concerned about your love for not children. that way, you <laughs> weirdo. You heard it here first, Jason. No, predator. don't start right. that. Don't do that, that is not the title of the episode. <laughs> um, oh, you fucking come at me for my takes and you call me out on my mispronunciations. <laughs> it's, it's not the same thing. We're not on equal footing here. The, it fucking, you get what you We're fucking deserve. We're not on equal footing here. Not at all. Call um, me a predator. Nikki, call 911. <laughs> you guys have been a lot of fun. I have a, a sneaking suspicion they might end with like the, about two or three seed, like kind of like we had talked about earlier. They look really, really good. Um, you know, almost as good as the Bucks. Uh, you know, so it's currently six and zero, uh, and uh, they've been great. I th- think it's been a lot of fun to watch them. It is nice to Jay, like you said, to see Donovan Mitchell put a little effort on defense. Karis Levert's been interesting. Hey, I said it too. Yeah, I mean, you did too. I'm not gonna ask my note, but you know, Jay's gonna first. I said it first. Well, that's because uh, you went to Jay first. Yeah, I know. I said it went to him first. I understand that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, children, calm down. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think they've been good. They've been a lot of fun to watch, uh, and I'm excited to see what happens this season. Uh, truly, I I do actually want to watch the Cavs in the playoffs, which is something I think I was going to say like two years ago. Um, let's before we move over to plugs, I wanted to say two last things that we didn't ask on the rundown. One, holy shit, what's going on in Utah? Uh, they're all they're winning. I know it's going to end, but still, it's surprising to see. It's weird. Lori Markin is surprisingly playing well. Um, yeah, it's insane. Um, but the more important thing that I'd like to point out is uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander is 
going to be an all-star this year. He is absolutely murdering it in OKC. After an 0-3 start, they've won the last four. He got what was it? he had 33, 24, 38, and tonight he had 34 on a comeback win against the Magic. Uh, he's on a season averaging what 31, 5, and 7. Uh, he's he looks good, and he's. I've watched. I've not watched a full they're game tough, of the they're OKC tough because they're, they're one of the top five defenses uh, but, in the league, uh, man. Like they go hard. I mean, I, hard, I watched man. them against Dallas. That was the game I did watch. You I, know what? I was talking to my brother about this on the phone the other day. He is a he's a diehard Thunder fan. Uh, that's where his Russell Westbrook fandom <clears throat> really stems from, and he. Uh, he he made a good point. Everybody called them out for like all this egregious tanking which is really that's the only way for a small for a lot of small market teams to compete in today's league and like you can you can chide them for obviously fucking up the james harden situation and and all that stuff but at the same time this was a team that went all in on a lot of young guys let them play let them do their thing and you know what they're pretty fucking good and you know what credit to them and honestly dude people act like People, for, how quickly people forget how good Shea Gilgis Alexander is. Sorry, Nikki, I know you're you're doing your like fastest two minutes no, thing no, here, no. but I I do want to just give some some respect and some love to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, I just truly it's surprising. Um, that I feel like they deserve more of that like little last minute respect than the Jazz. Again, it's I'm surprised at how good they are. Six and two, third in the West. But why why is it that all the teams that were supposed to be tanking for Wembanyama are coming out like? on fire yeah <laughs> like the spurs are also five and two yes the spurs also look good they're fourth in the west <laughs> but i also think <laughs> that they're happening? probably going to yeah I, also um why aren't the suns imploding yet <laughs> yeah five and one doing completely I just fine. i'm getting frustrated only, damn it the only team that got the message was orlando orlando <sighs> and the rockets are like no no no, we no, got okay. it the you, rockets are be, one and seven they, they're like don't you worry about a thing <laughs> don't we we got this we got this so uh, also, just some some quick love to my guy Keegan Murray. Great start to his rookie season. Big lot fan. of respect. Big kudos there. Uh, and then there was another point that I was going to make, but then I wanted to get my Keegan. Oh, uh, also shout out to Kawhi Leonard for taking advantage of the Clippers unlimited PTO <laughs> policy. Yeah, I saw. I was listening to a podcast on the way here, and the dude. It wasn't his tweet, but he read out some dude's tweet. That said, I bet you Kawhi's family doesn't even know he plays in the NBA. Like he just comes home and they think he's worked like a full day at the Amazon fucking warehouse. And they're just like, they have no idea what he does for a living. I just, I just, I died. We I really, died. we really derailed Nikki's opportunity. To sorry. sorry. Oh, truly. Please, the only please, thing please. I wanted to talk about was Shea Gil, just Alexander. I actually, I was like, that's the, that was my sort of like big shout out thing. I also uh, have been working on the like, all of the stats and everything. Well, it's not just, you know, collecting all the stats for uh, our sort of mini fantasy league we've created. And it's, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to talk. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Because you have, you have Kawhi on your team. <laughs> I, trust me, I'm, 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 so I'm, I'm, I'm quite aware. And we're not doing averages. We're doing totals. So <laughs> sick, bro. Yeah. Whose bright idea was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, Kawhi Leonard literally showed up for two days of work and then was like, all right, y'all, I'm taking a two-week vacation. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> it's, so, it's like, wow, well, I'm exhausted. Check. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll be back in a month. This is exhausting. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Don't forget to direct deposit my check <laughs> while I'm gone. You can, uh, you, can, you can direct any questions you have about my playing time to uh, Uncle Dennis. He'll, he'll get back to you in uh, oh, three Uncle to five Dennis. business days. All right. With that, let's head on over to plugs. Uh, before I plug, I'd I, I'd and I'd ask both of you to check out the uh, <clears throat> Squadcast chat. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at tad hall. That's t a d dot h a l l. And you can follow me at j underscore kilas on Instagram and Twitter. I've tweeted once in this year, so enjoy. Crushing it. You can follow me at Nikki Palooza, and you can follow the podcast at NBA Pod. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I'm Jay, I'm Tad, I've been Nikki. This has been NBA. Enjoy the rest of your day. Fuck Bye. Reggie Miller. <laughs>